I just want to inform you that although we have a session today, uh, we had a bit of technical issue uh, in terms of audio, so it's not as high quality as you would be used to on this channel. Uh, but it was such a great discussion, I wanted to bring it to you anyway. So I hope you enjoy it despite the technical issues that we had. So hello and welcome to Michael Jackson Unspun. I'm Matt and today we have a very special episode where we're trying something new. Um, so I don't know what we're going to call this, maybe... Um, the detail discusses or MJ debates, but pretty much it was inspired by the discussions and some of the comments that we get on uh, YouTube and Instagram, and they're always really insightful and uh, really interesting. And I thought it'd be really fun as part of the podcast to bring fans from all around the world to discuss some of Michael Jackson's most sort of hotly debated topic matters. So we put out the question, um, what should the future of Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch be? And we got some really interesting responses and we've asked a few fans, like I said, around the world, um, who are going to come here and talk more in depth about this subject matter. So let's introduce them. Of course, we've got MJ Fangirl. Everyone knows MJ Fangirl. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? And um, contestant number one. So I'm Anthony Cotton. You'll find me online as Anthony Greatness Cotton. Uh, I'm 27 years old from Denver, Colorado. And uh, yeah, check out my YouTube, Instagram, at Greatness Cotton, uh, MJ, funny content, reactions, all of the above, all of the great stuff. Great. And uh, contestant number two. I am I'm Lee. I'm 29 from Scotland and the UK. Um, my Instagram name is Scottish MJ's Collector. I've been a fan for about 22 years. And so quite long. <laughs> working finance, yeah, quite a while. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm, I'm working in finance at the moment. Right, so today's subject matter, like I've mentioned, is around Neverland. Um, so Neverland Ranch, uh, it's up there with Playboy Mansion and the White House is one of the most famous recognizable, um, iconic homes in the world. Purchased by Michael Jackson in 1988 for $19.5 million, Sycamore Valley Ranch was immediately named Neverland, the home of Peter Pan, the story of the boy who never grew up. And in this vein, Jackson spent the next decade turning the 2700 acre ranch into his own slice of childhood wonderment, with a private amusement park, 50 seat theater, railroad track and station, petting zoo, bird and reptile house, numerous gardens, tennis courts, guest houses, pools, lakes populated with whimsical statues, and even its own gas petrol station. Situated in the reclusive and topographically stunning Californian mountainside, Michael Jackson's Neverland acted as an escapist sanctuary for an artist whose unimaginable fame and success often overwhelmed him. To retreat from the glaring public eye and press intrusion that was a large part of his reality, Jackson was able to indulge himself in the fun and innocence he felt his own childhood lacked. However, Michael Jackson's world of wonder was not immune to speculation and press intrusion, as the ranch became the centre of scandal and police investigations, when the whole estate was raided and upended by 70 police officers after he was charged with multiple accounts of molestation in 2003. Jackson, of course, was acquitted of all charges in 2005, but the damage had already been done, and the trauma he had suffered meant that the property was tainted in Jackson's eyes. 
He stated that he would never live in the property again, and indeed he never did. In 2006, the facilities were closed and most of the staff were dismissed. Neverland had essentially shut down and become an abandoned mansion for years to come. Reports of foreclosure against Neverland Ranch were published in 2007. In 2008, Michael Jackson transferred the title as a joint transfer between Jackson and Connolly Capital, a lending company who Jackson owned tens of millions of dollars to. In April 2009, a huge auction of Michael Jackson's belongings from Neverland was sold to the highest bidder, to his dismay. Then, after Jackson's death, uh, measures were put into place to de-Jacksonify the property, with the removal of all amusement rides, statues of children, and other flamboyant murals that adorned the walls and buildings. The property reverted back to Sycamore Valley Ranch, and in 2015 was put up for sale with an asking price of $100 million. With not much interest, and with maintenance costs running into the millions per year, the price was reduced to $67 million in 2017. Still left unsold, in February 2019 the ranch was reduced to $31 million. And in December 2020, American billionaire Ron Burkle, a former family friend of Jackson and former uh, financial advisor, uh, purchased the property for $22 million, just $2.5 million more than what Jackson paid some 32 years earlier. So, with the sale of Neverland Ranch finalised, after over a decade, um, what can we as fans hope the future of probably Michael Jackson's most personal passion project will be? People right now go to Neverland and they write on the bricks, on the rocks, like they inscribe things on the trees, like any part of Michael Jackson that Neverland can maintain would be great because, I mean, otherwise where are, are, are the fans going to go when they go to California besides Forest Lawn? We need somewhere to kind of congregate and feel the energy of Michael Jackson and I've heard from other fans that's like the place where you feel Michael Jackson's energy so let's hope for the best <laughs> that's insane um I do have some thoughts I do just real quick want to shout out uh Matt and MJ Fangirl just you guys are like the MJ Fangirl you're like the Beyonce of the Moonwalker <laughs> oh <laughs> so I, I, I give you the respect that you deserve oh thanks thank you now, there's a lot of ways that we can approach this. I want to approach it from a business standpoint. Mm. I think it would be a missed opportunity if Ron did not make this some type of Michael Jackson museum, amusement park, or whatever. As you said, Matt, it's only gone up $2 million in equity in two... In 32 years. Yeah. That's insane. What says buying it and sitting on it is not going to make him any money. Renting it out is going to be impossible because it's too big, it's too expensive. No one's going to be able to afford that. So I think the only way that he's going to make the money back and make a profit, and I'm sure he has interest in that as a businessman billionaire, hmm. is to keep it MJ thing. Let the public come to it. It's going to make money for his whole lifetime, his kids' whole lifetime. It's going to benefit the community surrounding it. Like It's going to stimulate their economy as well. Because people are going to be coming through, shopping at their stores, their restaurants, their wineries. Um, mm. So as a fan, obviously, honestly, I'm like, what else would you do with the property? But even from a business standpoint, outside of my emotions, I don't think there's any other way to turn a profit on something that big other than capitalizing off of it being Michael Jackson's house. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean... 
Let's see what he does. I was I was thinking, uh, brainstorming, maybe he could get some of the costumes from Lady Gaga, you know, work along with some other celebrities to bring that Michael Jackson flavor back. I mean, come on guys, let's be real. Even if it was just like a little merry-go-round, wouldn't you all want to go? Like... <laughs> so I know the property when it was originally designed in the early 80s by William Bone was that it could potentially have been a country club or like a hotel complex. Um, but I presume um, that it's not allowed to be a kind of, I don't know, a commercial residence in some way or, you know, commercial a commercial venture. Um, so if it's like an Airbnb, like, you know, you're pretty much just renting out your own home. It is a, it is a residential um, property. So so that would be allowed and, and that they could have guests arrive. But yeah, I, I, I would presume that it would be very exclusive and probably very expensive as well. And Airbnb is like the best news that I could have heard for this. Like that just means that I can actually enter the gates at some point. Like, can you guys imagine like a vlog? Oh like, my god! Uh, like, I like <laughs> that would be amazing. Vlogging inside Neverland. Even if it was like really expensive, couldn't couldn't like fans all like put together for one room and then we'd spend the whole day there? That's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, six people here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. We'd hang out, have a picnic by the giving tree. Like, this is just perfect. <laughs> yeah, when you first said it, I was like, mm, Airbnb. But yeah, as you guys are talking about it more, I'm like, okay, I'm body. That, that, that might not be too bad. Yeah. Lee, do you have a point of view at all? Yeah, um, mine is slightly different. Probably a bit unpopular, but I think um, it should be sort of left in the past. Mm. I feel that um, this new owner, Ron, you know, it's his property now, as long as he does something, you know, tasteful, when it's nothing that's really distasteful to Michael's memory, you know, like if he wants to develop it, or if he wants to, you know, have it as his own property, or a number of properties, or, hmm. you know, cattle land, whatever he wants to do, but the way, the way I've seen it is, um, Michael left it in 2005, so he had four years to go back there, and do what he wanted to do, if he wanted to move back, even if he wanted to turn it into something, you know, because... You've got artists like, um, you know, you get like Dolly Parton and stuff, you get like Dollywood and stuff like that, and that makes mm. loads of money. So I'm sure it was probably put to him at one point, you know, you can make money by having something for your fans, or, um, but I just think there's, there's too many bad memories, like he never went back to it once from 2005 to 2009. Mm. You know, he would see security up there to get his stuff out of it, he wouldn't go near it, so I just think, you know, if, if he didn't want to go near it and that was his opinion on the place, you know, dead or alive, then I think we should kind of respect that. And yeah. there's loads of places you can still visit. You know, you get the Jackson's home and, um, you know, like LA where people, they still own that and stuff. So it's still got more of a, a connection to him. That's where he holds some of his biggest hits. Mm. Um, I just feel it needs to get left in the past. I get people want this, you know, this type of Graceland type place, but you'll probably know yourselves, it's not the easiest place to get to. It's not good, good sort of transportation links to it it's quite far out so it's probably a lot of single track roads it, it's never going mm. to be that and it has been explored this idea before and that was what obviously came back it's it's not the right location to even have that sort of thing even if it was you know something that this new owner wanted uh but that's actually an interesting point because you know i always i mean yeah turning it into like graceland or uh dollywood uh you know that kind of, you know, it, it wasn't, it's not like Neverland was ever um, a property like kind of like Paisley Park, you know, with Prince. Prince kind of 
developed Paisley Park with an idea that this was going to be his, his home and uh, he designed it in a way that like suited him while he was alive but also he had a very clear idea about what he wanted it to turn into when he died and that's what you know that that's just carried out uh, now he's no longer with us that it is um, you know that museum and it's a tribute to his career and all his kind of uh, costumes and artifacts and um, you know paraphernalia around his career are all uh, are all situated at Paisley Park that kind of wasn't Michael Jackson's plan at all like he didn't think about this you know one of the things that really attracted to him to um, about uh, Neverland was how secluded it was how you know um, such a sort of stunning area of natural beauty it's a really kind of rural community it's um, you know like, like we said before there's no kind of like highway or hotels or restaurants and um, so it almost like spoils it if you try and turn it into uh, you know like a Disney I mean I some of the comments I had was like oh they should make it into like another Disneyland or something uh, which probably uh, the very wealthy neighbours and the very kind of um, exclusive neighbourhood which he uh, lived in probably wouldn't be too happy about that. Um, a few of the comments also said that you know they didn't even like him, they didn't even like him being in the area when he was alive, they definitely don't want him now he's gone to still have a presence within their community. Um, so there would probably be a lot of backlash in that respect as well. No, I was just going to say, I heard that too about the neighbours, that they weren't too um, happy with them living there, They're especially around about when the, the triad and stuff is on, and I think there was a lot of press, and mm. I think that really sort of, I think before that they sort of had an okay relationship with them, because I think in the earlier years I think he got a lot of people working stuff in the community, and I think a lot of the locals, but I think as, as time went on, I think they started to get kind of put off with them sort of being in the area. Mm. And I think that was another sort of reason, I think, why he sort of left as well, from what I've read, obviously. Yeah, and I think also, like, that, that whole area is, like, a treat for lots of different people. And then you've got Michael Jackson here with all the press and the helicopters, and you're having Elizabeth Taylor with Taylor Ding, and you've got this, like, police investigation, which is, like, the biggest court case in the, for the century, like, all happening in our back garden. Like, this is not what we signed up for. So I can kind of understand why they would be like, why, why does he have to be here, you know? Especially if you're like super wealthy and you've got millions of dollars and you could live anywhere. Absolutely, I can feel that. I am I am like still teetering and tottering on like the, the idea of the legacy from a fan standpoint. Mm. Because as of recently, you know, unfortunately with the events that have happened in the last couple of years, it feels like the world's kind of, or certain people are trying to kind of erase Michael Jackson's legacy. So when I think about Neverland, like there's one way to look at it like, yeah, he left it in the past and we should just knock it down. But as a fan, I'm not speaking logic, but I'm just speaking emotional as a fan right now. Mm. It just feels like it might be almost better to preserve and and try to hold on to the, the, the happiness and the joy that he brought to the world opposed to like just erasing everything Michael Jackson which some people are like trying to do right now. I think it, it could be. I do respect the neighbors part. That is real. I don't. I don't know what to say about that. But as far as his legacy, I don't necessarily see it as holding on to a negative piece. It also it's almost like, hey, we're gonna stand our ground um, for this man because he brought a lot of great things to this world. Let's not just erase him from history, which is impossible. But people have are making an attempt to do so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what kind of impact do you think that, like you mentioned around the allegations and kind of the associations of Neverland, some people think it's great, 
lots of people kind of think it's a bit creepy and it was a bit weird and they have suspicions around him. So that as like an immediate association, uh, what impact do you think that will make to the future of Neverland? Because I'm just thinking if it was anything commercial in any way, uh, if, you, if you're financially backing this project, which would obviously cost millions of dollars to develop, uh, uh, but then you also have the risk of like in a couple of years time, someone comes up with some allegations and then, you know, Michael Jackson's cancelled or whatever, then that's not going to be good for business. Yeah, I agree. I think that the Airbnb idea is a happy medium. I've seen um, kind of like the trend of an Airbnb being kind of themed. I saw like a Lisa Frank Ode to the 90s B&B come out. I see the French, the Fresh Prince um, themed house where they kind of remodeled it, a house that made it look like, to make it look like the Fresh Prince house. Like if they do an Airbnb and make it like Michael Jackson themed, it could be just like a fun kind of kitschy thing. People could go there for just trips. People could go get married there. Like people could do a variety of things and it not necessarily be like something where people could um, link it directly back to Michael Jackson, you know? That's kind of like, I think, the best route. Just like thinking also about what Lee said too, you know, uh, I'm sure that there are people in the family especially that wouldn't want Neverland to be kind of made into what us, the fans, would want because of, you know, they know Michael's standpoint. But I think if it's an Airbnb, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody would be happy with that, I think. And he did He did say it was so deeply personal to him, like, didn't he say that um, Neverland is not just my home, it's me, it's an extension of who I am. Um, so, and I just think for, you know, I mean, arguably, but, you know, pretty slim argument, um, the most culturally most significant person, like, ever, uh, most famous man in the world, like, he should be honoured in that way in some way. Um, I wonder if anyone has any ideas, because obviously this wasn't, um, you know, with the joint venture um, with the investment company, um, this wasn't actually sold by the estate, and the association with the estate is n uh, very minimal, if like insignificant pretty much. But do you think this is something now the estate, obviously since Michael Jackson's death, is a lot more powerful and, you know, has a lot more uh, funds, like, you know, to uh, invest in projects like this, do you think they should have, like, invested in Neverland or taken an interest in the future of Neverland, essentially? I don't think they're that interested in, they've obviously got the funds to buy it. I think last year they generated like $70 million, the year before that, like they sold the Beatles songs and got like 10 times that, so mm. the funds are obviously there, you know, to buy that, his children or the state or whatever, they, you know, someone within the family, they would, they would have had the opportunity to buy that, but I feel like they're, well, they're following on with his wishes by leaving it in the past. Mm. And it's hard to leave things in the past and I think a lot of fans want to like hang on to the mm. like, you know, to the idea and, and stuff of it, but I just think too much has happened and it's, it's too much you know, media. I could see I could see it now, like if, if it if it was turned into like a theme park or something, I could see the headlines just now, like in the, the press and mm. I just don't think feel it would it would probably do more damage than it's worth. Well, I, I guess, like, that is quite a good point. Like, you know, if it was, there was this major investment and, you know, something was opened and then it wasn't successful or something financially did go wrong, it kind of has the potential of, like, to tarnish his image in some way, like some kind of failed venture um, after his death. Um, quite a few of the comments that we had were obviously, um, most liked comments are like, why not a museum? Not only represents his legacy, but also the totality of his personality. 
Also, someone said as well, I like Paris Jackson's idea to make it into an orphanage, very honorary of Michael. Um, so what about an idea of it being, um, I was thinking as well, maybe, because obviously this was something Michael Jackson was really uh, passionate about, some kind of retreat for children who are suffering from some kind of terminal illnesses or as a respite for those who have like, uh, long-term, you know, uh, disabilities or, you know, illnesses, like something, because I don't really hear too much in terms of the estate and the legacy of Michael Jackson in terms of charity work. I don't know whether that would be an idea. Yeah, with that, I think, um, if it was like an orphanage or something child-like specific, I do think, no, pun intended, that would be dangerous. I think that <laughs> would just give them direct, like, yeah ammunition to just kind of tear him apart like if that was the focus also unfortunately i don't agree with this philosophy but as i was doing the research and just looking at the demographic and how much money people are making and how people vote in that area hmm. um, i don't think they would be happy if it was something um that had to do with public service consistently in their backyard it just doesn't seem like as I'm getting, I've never been there, but an online feel for the surrounding community, that doesn't seem like something that they would want to put there in, right in the middle of their backyard, unfortunately. Hmm. I don't think that the estate would want to touch anything that has to do with kids and Michael Jackson in the same breath. Like, I just feel like, even though they know what the reality is, and, you know, we as fans know, just it gives too much um opportunity for like comedians and you know i don't know not politicians but you know the news people you know you'll have gail king and oprah whoever on there talking about how it's wrong or whatever and i just think it's just not the direction they'd want to go what i do think would be cool though is maybe they could have like a little performing arts center that could never hurt anyone you know maybe they could do like a performing arts type of um um, like a workshop or weekend, you know, some type of um, something special, whether it be maybe for teens or young adults, whatever, but not necessarily just for kids. You know, so do you think it's like a good result that we got someone like um, uh, Rod Burkle, you know, a family friend, someone who knew Michael Jackson to purchase the property in the end, that it's not just some kind of, because I imagine that it would be, I don't know, some kind of Chinese investment company or like, you know, some overseas um, um, kind of entity would come and take it up in the end and it would just be a completely faceless figure. But do you think it's like a good thing that he knew him? Um, I know in the newspapers they're trying to say he was like a close friend, but I mean, I, so apparently he knew him in the early 2000s and he was asking financial advice and he would be a financial advisor of him. So I feel like he was probably, it was more like business, associate, kind of, I don't think they were like close best mates, but do you think that association is good? Do you think that means that, you know, high hopes for Neverland now? I think I'm certain than what they were, because um, I know they gave him some financial advice, but obviously that wasn't probably the best advice because I don't think it helped them out. But um, I'm glad that the person who's bought it um, doesn't seem um, like a hater um, and also that they have enough money to be able to develop it and do stuff with it. You know, he's a billionaire, so whatever they do decide to do, you know, he's got the funds there to, to do it um, and, you know, do what he wants to do with it because I think the issue with Michael before he died, he didn't really have, he only owned half it at that point and he didn't really have any money to you know, I, I don't think even before the other company bought it on that colony capital, like, they didn't have the money to upkeep it. And hmm. we've seen pictures of it from sort of 2006, 2007, and it looked like really bad. All the leaks were going up, you know, this, the pool needed drain, the 
you know, even the Neverland sign that they had was all blown all like disappeared in and it looked really bad. So I'm glad that someone's at least got the you know the funds to have it. I'm glad that he didn't know him and he's at least not a hater because you know they could turn it someday and if they bought it if they didn't like him, they could have maybe done something, you know, worse with it or so I think he associated himself with some very wealthy figures in the 2000s when he was really going through his financial issues. And I think partly it was financial advisor, but also I think it was a little bit of like, can you help me out? Like, do you want to invest in this? Do you want to like go in, in you know, um, go in partnership on this? Um, and I actually mentioned uh, Ron Burkle, Burkle, um, in my Neverland video because uh, there's apparently a quote from him where he said that Michael told him while he was in Bahrain that um, he was really upset about Neverland and that it was falling apart and that um, he had had to um, sort of rehome all the animals and actually there was only one llama left in the in the whole of the zoo just on its own um, and he was crying and really upset so I don't know whether that was a kind of uh, you know like a, a kind of I don't know as a friend I'm telling you this or um, can you can you help me out <laughs> like can you help me out with Neverland because it's really bad I actually have some other information it was reported in the Wall Street Journal that actually Burkle's um, plan with uh, Neverland is actually just land banking um, so I feel like it's more just a financial opportunity for him I think a lot of talk around is like oh he's gonna make it into his home and it's gonna be his like palace or whatever I, I think it's a pure investment for him and I think he sees that with what's gone on with the documentary, you know, I mean, I can't believe it's almost two years ago now. Um, but, you know, it's kind of an all-time low in terms of, like, Michael Jackson, like, demand for anything related to Michael Jackson. And he's probably been working on this deal for a few years, and he's like, this is such a steal. I'm going to take it now. Maybe in the, in the future there might be some potential to develop it or rezone it or do something with it. But it's such a still now, or still sell it on later on. But, you know, I, I imagine in the future it would be like, you know, there'll be some profit in it. So it doesn't actually sound like at the moment that he's probably planning, you know, for development or something to be made out of it immediately, at least. That is so risky, though. Like, with the, the first stat that you shared about how much it has not gone up in equity over yeah. the 32 years, and I feel like it's probably worse off from this point on if it's not renovated or changed or something. Hmm. But I just can't see it being worth a ton of money. But maybe, like, 50, 60, 70 years from now. Well, um, he's 68, so he's got... <laughs> you can't wait that long. I just cannot see him making a huge profit off of it if he just sits on it. Well, what what I didn't get is why didn't why couldn't they just split it up into different lots so that it's smaller, like more? Because you know the big problem with it is that it's such a you know it's twenty seven hundred acres. It's just so much to maintain. Like I said, it's millions of dollars to maintain a property like that. Why can't they just split it up into smaller lots that are more manageable? Which like not just billionaires can buy, but, you know, a few multi-millionaires can. Maybe a zoning or something, or something to do with Californian law. <laughs> and MJ Fangirl, you haven't even been there before. 
No, I have always had this on my bucket list. All of my friends have gone. I'm the only one that I know, like in my immediate circle, that has not gone to Neverland. So I hope that at least before Ron Burkle does whatever he wants to do with it, that I'll be able to at least just go see it, write my name on the wall. Something, you know? Something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that my girlfriends every year in the past, you know, we've done the um, forest lawn visit and then a lot of them will go and they'll like picnic and just like sit on the grass and there's always been like 50 other fans there and it's a great way to just like meet other Michael Jackson fans from other parts of the world. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wish though that there was something, you know, I would be okay with Neverland becoming something totally different if there was another place designated specifically to Michael Jackson's memory. Like, I just, you know, the only place really that I could see anyone going um, in California now besides Forest Lawn is like maybe the Grammy Museum and they have like just this little corner of like one jacket that rotates out now. It's not even like the full wall anymore. So I just feel like the estate has got to do something. I did hear talks about them maybe talking about Havenhurst, the Encino home as as something but again like michael jackson has such a large fan base too like i know that paisley park is great for prince fans right but is never is um is like havenhurst even going to be enough space for the michael jackson fan community because i can just imagine if people are at neverland now like and nothing's going on and michael's been passed away for 10 almost 11 years now like what would the traffic be like? What would the footprint be like? I would think they would need a huge space. You've been to Havenhurst, haven't you? What, how accessible is, is that to get there? Havenhurst, I have been to the outside of Havenhurst. It's pretty easy. It's just like, you know, you're going on the main, um, you go on the highway, you exit. It's like maybe a five minute drive from there. And it's around other expensive homes, but it's not totally isolated the way Neverland is. Yeah, MJ Finger, you make a great point though, like with saying like the estate has to do something that really resonated. Like again, with all the, the way things are happening with these new allegations and the way people are backing off of MJ, they, they need to do something so that the legacy doesn't become what they're trying to make it. Honestly, they'll never completely overthrow it, but they have to kind of put something positive back out there um, to combat all the negative conversation out there. I remember seeing a video when after he died and it was when Paris was arguing with Latoya and everyone and they she shouted we own this property so I take it I think they own half of it now. Paris um. and I heard that Catherine now lives in London or something with Reby and Janet. Maybe I'm just making that up in my mind, but I remember that she was not in the USA for a while. She visited London to see Janet's new baby after she had the baby. Okay, but she's not there permanently. I don't think so, no. But she was over here for a couple of months, I think, like in last year or the year before, just before sort of COVID time. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, You know, my wish, though, honestly, for Neverland is that there would be like some type of rotating exhibition like something where you know again i know i keep mentioning lady gaga but like i just feel like she should she brought those costumes for a reason there should be something like even if it's not i mean i also wonder like what the access to neverland is like through um another way like do we have to access it from the the front like is there a way that they can build some infrastructure specifically you know on the other side 
like if it's 27,000 acres, there's got to be another way that the Michael Jackson fan community can still have a place to, to remember him. But now I also am thinking, because, you know, um, someone mentioned family. Michael Jackson's family, you know, I'm not sure what Katherine Jackson's beliefs are. You know, remember, she's still of the Jehovah's Witness faith. Like, I don't know how perhaps creating this big commercial space, remembering Michael Jackson, maybe could conflict with their faith. Like, I don't know, but that's always something that I thought in the back of my mind. And even if the estate did want to do something, maybe they just want to honor Michael's parents' wishes for now. Like, I... I don't want to. I don't want to create that rumor, but I do have a feeling that that's something that Katherine Jackson probably wouldn't want, at least during her lifetime. Mm. That makes perfect sense. And as far as roads, with the amount of money that they could make from a museum or even Airbnb over time, I think they could probably build uh, like some roads and some. I, I'm, I just assume that they can make a lot of money off of it, so they can build a way to get in there. I believe outside of like you know bothering their neighbors maybe for the first couple of years it'll be a nuisance but probably create some alternative problems they've got and they have got another entrance to neverland that i've read it about that before there is another way to get in there's another gate it's like a, a back gate or something so that there is another way to get in because like the the main gate when you go in it's you you're like you're about like a half a mile to a mile drive before you can get near like the the house and stuff like that that's how big it is it's, it's crazy have any of you ever been to like the house in, in Gary? They, they've kind of made that into like mm. Indiana. They've made that into like a little sort of shrine type thing. I've seen pictures and videos of that online, and that looks like quite a lot of fans go there as well. So there are sort of places like that. I think they have an annual event there as well where people go, I think, on his birthday or something every year, and a lot of people go there as well. So there are places. I think that's interesting because I'm surprised, like, in terms of Gary and Indiana, like, it's not, not known for a lot, and they've, this is their one kind of, like, claim to fame, really, and that there isn't, like, a, you know, an established museum or around the Jackson family or the Jackson Five, um, that they haven't got something like that. Obviously, they have the home there, and that's more acts as a memorial, like, I don't think you can actually go inside and stuff, it's still owned by, um... Uh, the Jacksons or someone you know associated with the Jacksons but yeah I mentioned that like oh maybe there should be a museum for Michael Jackson in Gary Indiana and other people just said no like it's really scary there I, you know it shouldn't go there so yeah that's the thing Gary is not the most safe area so I think that they would really have to do a lot to build that property up um, and make it so that it's attractive for people to visit because that's one of the reasons honestly i haven't gone people are like mj fangirl when are you gonna go to the house and i'm like um soon you know <laughs> um <laughs> soon i'll be there soon um but i did hear i did see this this is right before the pandemic i saw that the jackson brothers um i, I think it was tito marlin and jackie were in gary indiana because they're creating a casino and I think part of it is going to be dedicated to the Jacksons. Oh, wow. I did see that that was happening. And this year, I think it was their 50th anniversary, 50th, or was it last year? 50th anniversary as a group. They were supposed to do this, like, big concert in Gary, Indiana. And I know this because I was talking to one of the other MJ fan YouTubers that lives in Indiana. And he was verifying this. So I think something is happening, but I just don't know the scale. And I don't know that it's going to be safe enough for me to want to, like, go. I probably have to. We, all six of us would have to go together so we have a posse. It's just not as sexy as California, unfortunately. And um, I do think there's something about, like, 
Yeah, that's where baby Michael Jackson was. But like Michael Jackson in his prime mm. was in Neverland. I think uh, subconsciously people are like are kind of like, yeah, 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 that's cute. But it really happened over there. Yeah, like Michael Jackson, the icon, rather than exactly. the early beginnings. Yeah. yeah. But I did see like there was um, there were there was somebody that. Well, I saw that there was somebody that, like, broke into Neverland and filmed the music video there. Did you guys see that? Oh, that too. <laughs> what? What's this? I saw the article on the video. Yep. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. He's like a not well-known rapper at all. I don't know if he really has any music out or if he's just, like, kind of like a SoundCloud artist. No disrespect to him at all. But I don't think that he's, like, a huge artist. But for some reason, he was able to get into Neverland and, like, was taking photos with, like, the Neverland fire engine and like everything oh my god i need to see this why haven't i seen this when did it come out i found it out on twitter um i don't know it was like it was definitely a couple months before it was purchased oh okay but all the mj fans were like on twitter were like what's going on how'd he get in here and um it was even a show of i don't know if you guys have wendy williams worldwide do you guys know her yeah 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 Okay, she actually did a whole segment on her show about it, which I think was pretty hilarious. So at least check that out. <laughs> so did did he go there in the day? Was it the daytime? Yeah, broad daylight. Like, <laughs> no types of hiding it at all. Like, he was just there, like, leaning back against the fire engine, like, posing. I don't remember what the song was about, um, but he definitely, like, broke... I don't know if he broke in. I'm sure he knew a friend of a friend that let him in there. I don't think he actually broke in, but supposedly he was not supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he still got hit for trespassing. It's tempting, especially if they're going to knock it down. Part of me's like, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go see him. Yeah, you just have to pay a fine. Um, And then really one of my last points, which I want to bring up is, you know, do you think there's some kind of interest that the California, was state of California should have in this property? Like if we're thinking, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this, it's one of the most iconic homes in the world, and it's a historically very significant. I mean, here in the UK, we have English heritage, and they purchasing and maintaining, restoring um, homes and buildings of historical significance. So, do you think the California state should, you know, should of or should have or should um, kind of chime in and say, hey, this is actually something that's really historically important, and we should be uh, preserving this in some way? I agree with that as well. I think they'll be reluctant to attach any sort of connection to it. Um, I would be very surprised if that happens because of not different. Even even with even without that tape, even all the allegations that they've made, I still don't think they would they would do that. I think it's a bit um, because with it being a private residence and stuff, I don't think they would really have any sort of say so on that. And I don't know how the laws. I don't know how the laws work in America. I know what you said about. We get like Scottish heritage and English heritage and stuff here, so but that's more sort of you know historical buildings and stuff. Mm. Whereas I don't know whether um, I suppose though we never learned, but it has had um, connections with them um, because before he owned it, it used to be it used to have a TV series on it, didn't it? The Beverly Hills Hillbillies or something used to be. Yeah, yeah, but as a filming location. Because and he used it for. CCC. So, mm. what was it? Was it quite a well-known film location before that? Things like that, because it could maybe potentially be like used for you know film shoots and mm. and things like that. Again, if that's what it done, because I know certainly that that TV show and then he filmed the CCC video, so it must have maybe been used for those sort of 
financial reasons before. Yeah, I think they should totally, because I think they should have interest in it for sure. I, as you've all said, it will be difficult with our culture, the cancel culture. Let's find the worst thing about people and like in their whole life. I don't know what's going on. With, that's a whole other topic. But I do think they should have interest in it um, for history. Again, he did a lot of good. We can't just act like, or people can't just act like those things aren't true. I'm not connected to the finances, but I know how business people think as an entrepreneur and the amount of money that they can make is huge. Um, also, just my personal opinion, it would be so hypocritical to try to like, oh, we're not going to um, memorialize Michael Jackson because of these allegations. But there are tons of people that have buildings and statues that have done terrible, that have been actually charged with terrible things. Mm. And we still you know, lift them up for whatever reason. So just my personal opinion, obviously not everybody's going to see it this way, but it's hypocritical to say like, oh, no Michael Jackson memory because of these allegations when there are people that have been tried and convicted of terrible things that are still like having great statues and their names are all over our streets and stuff like that. Hmm. And the Edition Museum, I think, again, personal opinion, I don't know if everybody was subscribed to this, but I think they can address the allegations and educate like, like have a little section, like you're, you're going to want to talk about it. So let's talk about it. You know, show some of the some documents or the fact that he was never um, charged with any crime. Like, I think they could like kind of combat the allegations. Hmm. Um, that would be risky, but I, I think it could be like a good teaching thing. Like, you know, we're not trying to convince you. You just take this information and do whatever you want with it. But here are some of the here's some of the data in this little small corner over here. I love that idea. I think it's really important for the Michael Jackson estate and like uh, the community that does support him to have a place for us to have a voice because I think that's been the frustrating thing in all this with the um, Leaving Neverland and all this is that, you know, the Michael Jackson estate has mostly been a little bit, I mean, they've been more on the silent side, you know, fighting in court and all that, but there's no real like presence of a documentary from the Michael Jackson standpoint or anything like that presenting evidence to counteract you know I think their strategy is more of like let's stay silent and let's not call attention to it but I do think um, I agree with you Anthony if if we did have a spot where um, it could be addressed in in a very like in a very just you know here are the facts way it would be beneficial and I think that in terms of the state of California being invested, I think that they should be, but I think, like many, I think, uh, uh, like it, Michael Jackson, historically, even himself, I think he didn't know really how many people really loved him and were invested in his career and his artistry. That's why, you know, with the, the London, I, with This Is It, he didn't even think that people would buy the tickets, I, I, I've heard. You know, and then he was so emotional when he heard that, you know, the shows were sold out and you know then they went to 50 shows and all that so I think that historically there's this um, this belief that Michael Jackson wouldn't really garner um, you know press or money or people coming in and it's just quite the opposite so I do hope that this year um, you know hopefully the Michael Jackson Broadway show will happen even if it's at the end of the year, and hopefully there will be some big things that will kind of turn the tide back into, like, the positive thinking space when it relates to Michael Jackson, and then you never know, maybe California will um, team up with Ron Burkle and give some money there, and maybe uh, we can all meet at Neverland, you guys. 
next year, 2022. Okay, let's go with yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I think this is a really good point to uh, finish off the discussion. Thanks so much, everyone, for your input and your point of view today. Uh, it's been really great to hear everyone's perspectives and um, yeah, I found it thoroughly entertaining and I hope everyone at home has enjoyed as well. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Bye. Bye.